my friends, welcome back to the Research to Empower Masterclass series. I'm Grace Liu, joined by my sister Jessica. We're talking about research in a way that's easy to digest and fun. Today, we're focusing on lit reviews, short for literature reviews. Why are they called lit reviews? Are they fun? Lit. <laughs> well, most people wouldn't consider as fun as going to like a party or hanging out with friends. But lit reviews are super important and necessary because they ensure that you're not duplicating existing work by other people. And they show how you understand the subject that you want to research really in depth and have an, a lot of knowledge in this subject. So they help you actually formulate your research questions. What even is a literature review like though? So basically, you are finding as much relevant literature as possible and storing them in a place that you can find. I know you usually want a more formal definition, so according to Elsevier's, Elsevier's, I don't know how to pronounce this, Elsevier's Authors Services. Elsevier's. It's Elsevier's, I think, because there's no like I between the S and the E. Elsevier's. Elsevier's. Let's just say it's Elsevier's. Severe. Severe. <laughs> Elsevier's Author's Services, 2022. A literature review is a study, or more accurately, a survey involving scholarly material with the aim to discuss published information about a specific topic or research question. Therefore, to write a literature review, it is compulsory that you are a real expert in the object of study. So what that means is it's an overview of the literature on a specific subject. And this literature is usually written by experts who, of course, got their work published. And literature reviews involves finding, organizing, and making sense of the existing research. So this part is not really you doing your own work right now, your own research. Rather, it's thoroughly understanding what is already out there. Because right now, the research topic that you want to explore is probably more of the unknown for you. So you're going like into the unknown yeah. and making the unknown known by becoming an expert on the subject of study. So you're becoming an expert at this stage. Isn't that cool? Yeah. But of course, becoming knowledgeable and truly, truly knowledgeable about anything is pretty difficult because there's so much that we know already, which is amazing, but it can also be very overwhelming. I mean, for Leonardo da Vinci, he was known for being an expert in so many things. Like, he was amazing at art and also really amazing at, like, human anatomy and stuff. Have you heard of this before, Jessica? Yeah. Yeah, so that people called him a polymath, which is basically being an expert in... Polymath? Yeah, being an expert in, like, a bunch of subjects. And that's pretty much impossible to do in today's standards because we've done so much research 
in all of the fields that we're studying in. And it's very difficult to become an expert in even just one field. So becoming a, an expert in multiple general fields is even harder. And that's why you shouldn't expect the literature review part of your research to be a casual stroll in the park. Most people think that it's like a marathon or a half marathon. But we're here to help you simplify this process so it can at least become a lighter jog. How can we do that? There are four main steps that I want to talk about. Number one is to define your literature review sources. This can include, but of course isn't limited to, scholarly books, research papers that were published in journals, and the point of this is to limit your scope. This part is all about limiting your scope because it makes your life easier. If you didn't limit the source that you get your information from, then you would be technically considering the entirety of the internet and all of the libraries out there. And that is just impossible and just ridiculous. So that's the first step, which is to define your literature view sources. Where are you getting your information from? Step two is to define your source selection criteria. So what that means is you have your sources already where you are planning to find your information from. Now you need to be a bit picky. What is the time range of publication that you will include? Typically, you want to have the most recent research because that's the most updated and research and science is constantly about updating our findings so that we can improve what we know about the world. So that's the time range. And another thing that you might want to define is whether or not you're focusing on a specific region. If your research topic is a specific region of the world, like a country or a general region or even a continent, then you do want to write that down to keep in mind. There's also another way that you can define your source selection criteria, and that is through keyword searching. So you might just want to write down the keywords that you want to basically search in your search engine. And what keywords are is they are like the general, like most searched terms of a research question. For example, if my research topic were to be on pianos, then the keyword would be piano. Even if my research topic is the effect of sunlight and aging of pianos, then your one of the keywords would still be something like piano. It's just the key subject that you're researching. Okay, so all of that is step two, which is further limiting what you want to cover in your literature review. Step three is to read the literature, take notes, and annotate. So once you have a relatively smaller group of papers or books, then you can start reading and annotating. After that is step 
four, which is to reflect and write. And when you're writing, I want you to focus on some key prompts, which are, which articles were the most relevant to your research topic and your research questions. You can use that those one or two key articles or papers as inspiration and refer back to it frequently because they can remind you what you're trying to research and what direction you're heading. So identify those key one or two articles. If you don't have that, that's okay too, but they're usually useful to have. And then you want to see what the common findings are because you've probably surveyed like a couple dozen papers and now you have a general sense of what's going on and what the research has found so far. After that, you want to see what the general pros and cons of the research are. Pro and cons? What? That's basically what the articles have and don't have. So I understand why you're confused though. And this is basically where you have to do some critical thinking. If you can remember back to when we talked about why research is important. So this is a key part of the research process because you are being a little bit nitpicky and you can unleash your anger a little bit. So you're going to try to find what is good about a paper's methodology and what isn't good about the methodology. Pretend like you're that one mean teacher or professor that picks at every little thing and don't be afraid to critique. That's a huge part of literature reviews is to find what is there and what is not covered in the research. Can you summarize everything, please? Yes, because I know we talked about a lot in this episode. So basically, when you're doing a literature review, you want to whittle it down, limit your scope so you don't have to read like 5,000 million papers and then read thoroughly, take notes on what common findings are in the papers that you find, and then critique the papers that you find to find your research topic because that's what the literature hasn't covered yet. You're trying to see what the literature already has and does not have so that you know which good direction you should go into. You should know that the work that you're doing is unique in some sense. Alrighty, my closing question for this episode is, how will you limit your literature review for your research topic? Will it be by time range, by region, by keywords, or by something else totally different? Think about it. That's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to check out details about stuff we reference, it's available in the show notes. Head over to research2empower.org to submit your response to the question for each episode and complete the masterclass along the way. Tune in to the next episode to find your research question. It's a getting uphill from here. <laughs>